Hello everybody, today I'll be reading chapter 17 and 18, Avengers 1. Chapter 17 Tony and Cap squared off over an argument that they couldn't even remember starting. Tony was so mad about the last thing Cap had said to him, whatever it was. He gave Cap a little brush back with the shoulder. Back off, Cap said. I'm starting to want you to make me, Tony said. Cap stood his ground. Big man in a suit of armor. Take that off. What are you? Tony had an answer ready for this one. Genius, billionaire, playboy, philanthropist. I'm regards with none of that worth ten of you, Cap said. I've seen the footage. The only thing you really fight for is yourself. You're not the guy to make the sacrifice play, to lay down on a wire, and the other guy crawl over you. Tony smirked. I think I would just cut the wire. Always a way out. You know, you may not be a threat, but you best have pretended to be a hero. A hero? Like you? You're a lab experiment, Rogers. Everything special about you came out of a bottle. Put on the suit, Cap said. Let's go a few rounds. Thor laughed. You people are so petty and tiny. Yeah, this is a team, Bruce said. Fear could see things were spiraling out of control. He started trying to get them all back on track. Agent Romanoff, would you escort Dr. Banner back to- Where? Bruce interrupted. My room. You vented my room. Nobody had said it out loud, but they all knew the cell currently holding Loki was designed for the Hulk. Fury admitted it. The cell was just in case- Again, Bruce interrupted. He needed to kill me. The words hung there. Nobody contradicted him. But you can't. I know. I tried. Bruce swallowed. It was hard for him to admit that. So I moved on. I focused on helping people. I was good. Until you dragged me into this freak show and put everyone else in danger. You want to know my secret, Agent Romanoff? You want to know how I stay calm? Dr. Banner, Cap said. Put down the scepter. Bruce looked down. He hadn't even known he'd picked it up. He looked back up and saw Natasha's hand on her sidearm. Fury was also ready to draw. The others were drawing back from him as well. Even though he could see what was going on, the hostility in the air was still thick enough that Bruce didn't know whether he could back everyone down or whether he could back himself down. He could feel tension rising inside him. He could feel the monster trying to get loose. Luckily for all of them, that was when the computer beeped. 95% match. Glowed a red status message on the screen. Sorry, kids. You don't get to see my party trick after all, Bruce said. He set the scepter down and went to see where the test of act was. That was the only thing that could have set off that particular alert. But even though he was now refocused on the mission, the others still bickered. Loki had got into their heads, sowing discord and setting them against each other. The Tesseract belongs to Asgard, Thor said. No human, I'll go after it, Tony said. No, you don't, Cap said, stepping into his way. He wasn't ready to forget the way Tony had insulted him. Tony stopped just short of making physical contact with Cap. You going to stop me? Put on the suit, Cap said, deadly serious. Fury didn't know how it happened, but they were at each other's throats again. Or still, except Bruce, who was absorbed in the data coming from the Gamma Radiation Scanning Program. 100% match, said the red status bar.
Oh no, Bruce said. And that's when the first explosions rocked the helicarrier. <laughs> Chapter 18 Clint Barton and Rocky's hand-picked strike team win a stolen Quinjet with a faked shield call sign 26 Bravo. That got them close enough that by the time the air traffic officer on the helicopter knew something was wrong, it was already too late. Barton's first shot hit the helicopter's hull in front of one of the giant turbines that kept it in the air. It was just a beacon, meant to guide in the stealth missiles to follow. They would disable the helicopter, and while S.H.I.E.L.D. scrambled to react, he'd be in and out with what he wanted. When the explosions went off, he immediately heard Hero and Fury yelling over the helicopter comm system. He and Loki's tech team had had the helicopter's frequency as soon as they were within range. Hill! Fury called. It's not detonation. Number three engine is down, Hill answered. So was, Barton thought. He's watching pieces of it fall, trailing smoke and fire on their way to the ground. Somebody's got to get outside and patch the engine, she went on. Barton frowned. I'm on it. He heard Tony Stark say, Engine 3, I'll meet you there. He's talking to another member of Fury's team, though Barton didn't know who. It wouldn't matter. He would make sure they didn't get there. Or if they did, it wouldn't make any difference. The Quinjet hovered at the infiltration point, an external hatch chosen to give them quick access to the detonation area. That was where Loki would be. His team made an entry nice and clean. Keep that engine down. He ordered the fire team. Then he headed himself to spring Loki. Dr. Selvig had the machine almost ready. It was go time. The explosions that had taken out the number three engine also collapsed several of the helicopter's interior decks, including parts of Bruce's lab. Natasha and Bruce lay pinned under steel beams and other wreckage, down in a maintenance area. She was lying on a steel grid floor. Bruce was near her. Romanoff! Confused voice through a comp. Well, okay, she said, even though she couldn't get herself loose. Her leg was caught under an angled beam that jammed into the corner and the floor met the wall. She looked over at Bruce, his face down a few feet away, fists clenched, making a constricted, groaning noise. His legs were hidden by debris that pinned him in place. Natasha got uneasy. She didn't like the noises he was making. Well, okay, right? He kept groaning, and the sounds got more and more intense. And as an human. Bruce, you've got to fight it. This is just what Loki wants. Are you okay? Are you hurt? She texted him running to help them, and she waved them away quickly. She didn't want them around if Bruce lost control of the Hulk. We're going to be okay, she repeated. All right? I swear, on my life, I will get you out of this, and you will walk away and never... He roared, looking up at her. His face terrified her. She could see the green gamma radiance in his eyes, and the rage in his expression was like nothing she had ever seen on a human face. He had lost control. Bruce, she said again. But it was too late. She saw the transformation begin. He failed and rolled his body, heaving. His skin began to turn green. His huge layers of muscle expanded with a crackling sound. His bones and joints also grew with incredible speed. His roars grew louder, monstrous, rattling the wreckage around them. Natasha knew she had to get out of there. As the Hulk, he wouldn't recognize her. 
The only person he'd ever recognized was Betty Ross, and she wasn't around at the moment. Natasha wouldn't stand chance. With the last heave and twist, she freed herself from the fallen beam and ran. At that moment, the hog turned and saw her. He vaulted up a stairway and onto the next level. The hog swiped at the stairway and shredded it into scrap metal. Loki had gotten what he wanted. He must have been trying to time it so he could manipulate Bruce into becoming the Hulk right as his sole scheme to attack the Hell Carrier. The Hulk would do at least as much damage from the inside as the Rogue Quinjet could do from the outside. Natasha came running and the Hulk came right behind her. For a moment she thought she'd lost him, but then came out of the shadows roaring. He was like a walking rage, a single-minded engine of destruction. She started holding the pipe of his head. She shot out of it into the Hulk's eyes, stopping him for just as the moment she needed to get her head start. She ran as fast as she could, but she knew she wasn't going to stay away from him for long. He came after her, smashing through bulkheads and doorways like they weren't even there, and roaring the whole time. She ducked to one side and he shot past her, slamming into the opposite wall of the garage area. The Hulk looked around. He saw her. This is it, Natasha thought. At that moment, something exploded through the wall and into the Hulk. <laughs> Natasha caught a glimpse of blonde hair and armor before both Thor and the Hulk crashed through the opposite wall and into one of the main hangar decks. Flood crews and support staff scattered. Natasha scrambled her feet. Thor has saved her life, at least for the moment. Hello, everybody. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Avengers 1, chapters 18 and 17.